Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Basketball Conference, the ACC football podcast. My name is Joey Weaver. He is Mike McDaniel. Mike, we interrupt these team season previews to bring you relatively breaking news on this podcast. Um, as with on-demand on audio in general, audio or news is only ever so breaking. But there has been a constantly like developing situation here over the last week or so regarding whether we're playing or not. And we need to really talk about that. So uh, you ready to do that? Yeah, I guess. How about these conference heads deciding that all of a sudden we're not going to have college football anymore after releasing conference schedules literally a week ago? How about that for a heel turn, Joey? I, I just love the irony of using that phrase, how about them, which is normally, you know, how about them jackets? How about them Hokies? How about them fighting Irish? How about them Eagles? How about them conference commissioners, Mike? How about them idiot school presidents, Joey? How about them? Yeah, there's a whole a whole thing, a whole ball of wax has really kind of come together in the last couple of weeks. Um so, Mike, since we recorded, I don't know, what's it been, like two, three weeks ago, talking about there was a schedule release, and up until recently, yeah, there was going to be college football this fall. And for before we go any further, as of right now, there still will be college football this fall. So don't yep. get to the next podcast just yet. There's, there's some things to discuss here, but um, the situation has definitely changed. The landscape is changing here. Um, probably one of the first – major dominoes in a weird way to fall for the ACC was the Mac announced that they are not playing football this fall. They're pushing towards the spring. And the only reason that that's really relevant to the ACC is because as we had this 10 plus one schedule set up, if I'm not mistaken, there were at least three ACC teams that were set up to play out of conference games against the likes of Buffalo and Miami of Ohio and some of these. And that's just kind of where this all starts, but it really kind of goes much further from there. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where the Power Five conferences that end up canceling football this fall, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, that's kind of where they decided, oh, if the Mac's going to cancel, maybe this is going to start to be a trend. Um, yeah, it's uh, as far as like an ACC scheduling you know, format is concerned, Joey, you know, I, I mentioned to you on, you know, that podcast a few weeks back when the ACC schedule was released that I wasn't entirely sure that non-conference games would end up being played. Now, I know a handful of teams, um, you know, won't be playing their non-conference games, at least the ones that were originally scheduled, who knows what that's going to look like once they try to get somebody else on the schedule or if they just do away with it entirely. But 
it seems like we may be heading a little bit more in that direction, just given the fact that there aren't that many teams that you can schedule um, if your out-of-conference game gets canceled, and you might want to have that one-week buffer anyway, just in case there is hap- you know, just in case there happens to be a COVID outbreak, which I feel like is just inevitable at this point. Yeah, I am completely unconvinced right now. As we sit here recording this, the evening of August the twelfth, I am completely unconvinced that those games are actually going to end up happening. Yeah. Um, I. I feel like we are at much better than a 50% chance that those games are canceled or reassigned or something because, I mean, just in general, the playing field is changing almost hourly right now. Um, It has been a really active last week or so in terms of who's playing, who's not. UConn canceling their schedule. Um, Notre Dame, uh, as we mentioned before, joining the ACC. I mean, it is a constantly shifting landscape of who's doing what. The, the Big Ten, against, as, as you mentioned, canceling their schedule. But then there's rumors of, well, Nebraska and Iowa definitely want to play. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and I think Wisconsin or something talking about, well, what if we just join the ACC for this year? And there's that's probably not a realistic rumor. But the point is that there is just a ton of moving pieces here. There's really not one person or governing body that's in control of any of this. Who would have thought? Yeah. I, I mean, college football of all things, who, who could have imagined this happening? Um, it, it is, it is a mess. It's hard to keep up with. We, I mean, the only thing that we could possibly do to keep constant updates is to be recording like 20 minutes every night literally seven days a week because it is a constant news cycle right now. And, and yeah, keep it. You just, there is nothing solid or for sure at this point at all. Yeah. And then once the podcast would be edited and released, the news would have changed again. So that's kind of what we're dealing Mm -hmm. with right now as we sit here um, recording on the evening of August 12th. Now the, let the record show Joey that I have changed your mind about the non-conference games. Now, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that they won't take place and that I'm right. Just let the record show that I've, you know, you've come to the other side a little bit on that. Yeah, no, yeah, I uh, completely. And and I guess probably thinking back to this, where you're going with this is that when when this was all first announced and we came out and said the ACC is going to do a 10 plus one schedule, it was just clear as a bell in my head. It was like, okay. Well, there's four ACC teams that have a game that is obviously going to be played because that's the only reason that they would do any of this to begin with. And now it's up to the other 11 to find SEC or otherwise teams to play their non-conference game against because, of course, Florida State, Georgia Tech, Clemson, and Louisville are going to have their SEC games to play. That's obvious, right? And then, like, a day later, they don't. because hell broke loose is only playing conference games. So now what? So then Georgia Tech's playing UCF. I think Florida State's playing Samford again because that went really well the last time. I, I mean, Oops. this is <laughs> nice little shot there. Um, but, but again, like it seems so obvious what this was, and then it just took a total left turn, and we're just kind of at the mercy of, I guess, I, I don't know, school presidents? Yeah. Athletic. Directors, conference commissioners, like, again, 
even at the the next level, like who is in charge here? I don't even know. Yeah, I, this has kind of been a microcosm of the entire pandemic. Um, not to bring politics into it, but the president steps back and says, "Hey, governors, it's all it's all you. Make your own decisions." And Mark Emmert, of you know, literally the president of the NCAA, says, "No, you know what? Conferences will support whatever you're doing." It's literally the exact same thing. And now all hell's breaking loose. Everybody's making different decisions, much like they are at the political level, um, just from state to state, nationwide during this entire pandemic. You're seeing the same thing now in college football, Joey. There's a lot of parallels there. So now you have the Pac-12 deciding all of a sudden they're not going to play. Now, now I will say this about the Pac-12. The Pac-12, I know I was never confident they were going to play in the first place. I think that was the one conference we all kind of looked at from the outside looking in and saying, oh, yeah. They're not really 100% in this thing. Like, out of every single conference, you know, the Big Ten was a popular one that was talked about because they have Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State, and they have, you know, three of the top 15 teams in the country um, in their conference. Um, so that was a popular one to talk about. But the Pac-12 all along was a conference that didn't look like they were really ever going to play college football this fall. Now, the Big Ten... They always wanted to be kind of the first one out there to make the decision, right? They were the first one to make the announcement that they were going conference only. They were the first Power Five conference to officially cancel. And then the Pac-12 made their announcement about an hour later, um, earlier this week. I, the thing that I don't understand about this entire thing, Joey, is that why release the conference schedules? Like, if you're the Big Ten, why would you release the mm -hmm. conference schedule and then less than a week later just say, you know what, we're not playing college football anymore? And the argument that's been floated out there is, oh, myocarditis, right? And the fact that, you know, athletes can have an inflamed heart. Well, sure, that's caused by COVID. That's also caused by the flu. And that's caused by the common cold. That's caused by a lot of stuff. But most importantly, Joey, this is not new information. Now, the NCAA, you know, has their different conferences are, are peddling this. Like, it's all this new info. It's not new. We've known this for a course of months that this was a mm -hmm. potential side effect of COVID. So you can say that, oh, it's you got the best interest of student athletes in mind. It's all about player safety. I think it's a load of crap. I, I personally think the reason why they've decided to cancel is because they're worried about a players organizing, forming um, players associations and kind of unionizing. I know it's not legally a union. Um, a player's union, yep. but we'll talk about that in a second. I think also yep. they're worried about the liability if somebody were to get sick and die of COVID or get sick and have long-term effects. How would the schools handle that? Would they get sued? And then I also think that quite honestly, they're just not prepared for any of this, right? They, they don't want the players coming in and, and, you know, demanding pay and demanding all these health, you know, benefits, you know, coming coming back and saying, oh, yeah, we want all of our, you know, COVID related medical expenses covered. Like they're asking for all these things. And the commissioner and quite honestly, school presidents feel powerless and they're not prepared for it. And I just think there's external pressure from donors to just kind of get everybody get their shit together because we don't know how we're going to pay for any of this. I think that's yep. a big, big part of this. And I think the the thing that's troubling from a PR standpoint for a lot of these conferences is especially for the PAC 12 and the big 10 is that they're saying, Oh yeah, you know, we really just started having these conversations about myocarditis and things of that nature, like within the last week, which you say that we all know that you're full of crap and that you're lying. But when you yep. say that we're all thinking, how could you just now be having these conversations? We've been in a pandemic since March, and you're just now yeah. having these conversations about, you know, the side effects on players' health and things like that. 
it is yeah. August. What have you been doing for the last five months? So yeah. immediately uh, we're, we're both sounding the alarm. Like the, these guys are, these guys are full of garbage. And the one thing that I also want to mention specific to big 10 is that, you know, you have a couple of programs like Nebraska, like Iowa, who want to press forward and try to play football this fall. Meanwhile, you have a new big 10 commissioner who's coming out and saying, Oh, you know, we're all united. And the big 10 is always this conference. that's kind of presented this united front. Like we're all in it. These member schools, we're all united with this front and we we're all together with this decision. It doesn't seem that way, Joey. It really doesn't seem that way. You have Ryan day, the morning of the decision to cancel games, Ohio state's head coach is saying we want to play. And then you're coming out and saying, Oh, all the schools were behind this decision. No, they weren't. They really weren't. You were full of crap. I want to see the vote. I want to see transparency. I want to see what schools were in, what schools were out. We'll never get that information. They don't owe that to the media, but they do owe it to the parents of the kids. They owe it to student athletes. And I'm just really interested to see how this all plays out. I really do think this is only the beginning, Joey. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, there's a whole other discussion to be had about how the Big Ten has, what, 14 teams at this point? And they would tell you that each of the 14 teams are equally important, and yet somehow – it kind of seems like Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and Wisconsin, what they think and what their administrators want to do might matter just a little bit more than what Rutgers and Maryland and Northwestern and Indiana want to do. Yeah, that's weird. Why Why are Gene Smith and Barry Alvarez the ones doing all the media uh, spots on TV? That's really strange, huh? Who's to say? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But anyways yeah. – Mike, a little bit of what you're getting at, though, is that the, the the discussion and the situation as we understand it has changed substantially within a short amount of time in which we have gotten very little, like, really truly new information about anything. There's been – yeah, there's been a couple of cases of, of athlete – you know, a Florida State basketball player had COVID and then recovered and then pretty quickly after had a heart attack and died. And like and that's that's rough and that's that's sad and that's difficult. But like, is that really the thing that pushed everybody over the top? Probably not. What really pushed people over the top, Mike, is what started with the Pac twelve and then kind of moved a little bit into the Big Ten and then kind of just generally became a national thing, which was this player led almost, you know, I'm not going to call it a unionization, but it was certainly an organization of it started with about a hundred plus players of PAC 12 teams across all of them saying, you know, we are united. And they basically put out this list of demands saying we want third party healthcare involved. You know, basically we don't trust our schools and our programs to truly test us and truly make the best decisions for us and our well-being, which is another discussion in and of itself um, there was that there was partially wanting some hazard pay basically starting to push towards actual compensation for playing in a known to be dangerous time lots of this stuff um, and, and so that started in the pac-12 that kind of migrated to the big 10 and i think there was kind of some other adoption elsewhere in some of the other major conferences and from some other big-time well-known players. And then, Mike, there was this other faction of players that started putting together this whole thing of the hashtag, we want to play. And and this was a whole thing of, well, clearly it is way safer for us to be on campus than for people to go home, and here's all these reasons why, and 
Not to mention we've been following all these rules that were laid out for us two months ago and the results are clear and, and positive and good. And there's so many reasons that we need to play this sport. And so you basically end up with these two factions of kids saying we won't play unless, and then we want to play, you know, make it happen. Period. And then, and then Mike, it's not a period. There's like a semicolon because then the two factions basically join together and turn into this giant like semi-union thing of we want to play, but we also stand united in that we want to play, but you guys got to take care of us first, you know, realizing we're in the pandemic. And so really what I want to call back to is that we you know, the episode that we did a couple of months ago regarding, you know, some of the protests and such going on around racial inequity the same thing is kind of coming to, to roost here of we are watching history happen before our before our very eyes, I believe, because this has been a a very um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but a, a subject that has been at the forefront of a lot of people's minds regarding college athletics for the better part of a decade now regarding player compensation and our players, employees and how do we handle all these things. And I, I really think that that starting to come to a head is what has truly caused the Pac-12 and the Big Ten to say, well, we can't play this year, is they saw the players starting to organize and starting to make a couple demands. And they said, well, rather than give in to their demands, it's way easier to just say, nope, forget it. We're not doing it this year and hoping it'll die down by next fall. And that'll be it. Yep. And this whole thing about, oh, there's, you know, we're looking forward to playing a spring football season. No shot that happens. No shot. And I know that I was one of those guys at the beginning of this pandemic, Joey, who said, yeah, I think we could play in the spring. The more I've thought about, the more I think it's just an absolute pipe dream. There's no shot it actually happens. Think about how difficult it is. And you were the first one to bring this up, how difficult it would be to play two football seasons in a span of eight or nine months. It would be near impossible. Now, the one thing is they obviously would not have a full season. If they played in the spring, it wouldn't be like a 12-game schedule or anything like that because you literally couldn't do that. You'd have a 12-game schedule and then another 12-game schedule starting in September. No shot that happens. Um, so I, I think if they were to move to the spring, you'd have an eight-game season, and then it would probably be a shortened 2021 season as well. I don't see it happening. And look, the Big Ten didn't seem to have any sort of contingency plans. They spent more time spending you know, putting energy into the schedule and the conference schedule and what that's going to look like. And, hey, we released our conference schedule. We're going to play football this fall. And then a week later, they completely and totally change their mind, less than a week later. And we're going to expect them to have a plan to play football in the spring after they just pulled this off. No shot that that happens. Literally no shot. It, it cannot be understated or, you know, it, we can't go without pointing out how just completely absurd it is that within two weeks, and again, without any real meaningful change in information we have to work off of, that so many of these conferences went from saying, here's the schedule we're going to play, to we can't play this, we can't do this, guys. Like, <laughs> nothing really changed other than, I guess, this player unionization thing. That's it. That's it. And they're going to say myocarditis, myocarditis. That is not new. That's not new information. That's been out there for a while. Doctors have talked about it. Leading medical experts have talked about it. It's not good. And it's not also not new. So if you were planning to play football before and having outbreaks in California and Florida, Texas and Arizona literally a month ago, 
when there was a second outbreak of COVID cases and cases were soaring, hospitalizations were up. If that wasn't enough to cancel the college football season, then why in the hell are you doing it right now? It makes absolutely no sense to me, Joey. I think it's a total PR disaster for college football. The NCAA, in my opinion, is not, I mean, a lot of people are saying, oh yeah, it's not the NCAA's fault because they kind of wash their hands of it. It's totally their fault. Here's why, Joey. They are a governing body, right? They are supposed to be kind of, sort of, they're supposed to be leading the charge here for all of college football. And they failed time and time again to do that. And this is the latest example, pushing this to conferences, letting them decide what they're going to do was the biggest possible mistake the NCAA could have made. And it's just going to lead to some of these conferences potentially just breaking away from the NCAA and saying, you know what, you guys didn't help us during this pandemic. Um, We're not exactly helping you because PR for the NCAA now is an absolute nightmare. So where does this take us is the next question. And where do all of these conferences stand moving forward? And then on top of that, Joey, like, where do some of these member schools stand in some of these conferences? Now, I don't think there'll be a widespread thing where a bunch of these schools leave the Big Ten or the Pac-12, but I could see a school like Nebraska saying, oh yeah, you know, we want to play in the in the Big 12. Now, there hasn't been any sort of information on that yet. They've mentioned that they do want to play this fall, but they're a former Big 12 school, so I don't know. Keep an eye on that. Hmm. Maybe they haven't fully embraced the Big Ten. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so just something to watch, but yeah, I mean, it's just a total, I, I think it's a total nightmare uh, for college football. It's not a surprise either, which is the unfortunate part that it's kind of taken this turn. But I think the Big Ten and the and the Pac-12 for kind of, especially the Big Ten, because they, they're the ones who literally released a conference schedule a week ago. They come out of this looking totally spineless and totally clueless and disorganized and uh, there's a multitude of, of other adjectives we can use to describe what the Big Ten has done this week. But now it looks like the ACC, uh, the Big 12, and the SEC are going to press forward until further notice. So we'll kind of see how, how that plays out and kind of what college football looks like this fall. Because I think if those conferences play and some of the other group of five conferences play, like who's playing spring football other than the Big Ten like and the Pac-12 maybe? Like who's Who's playing spring football? I mean, I'll still watch it, but it's going to be pretty meaningless at that point. This was really the perfect storm of pointing out how inherently disorganized college football is and can be. Um, again, we, we asked the question to start off, who's in charge here? And yep. I don't have a good answer for that. You know, it's it, the NCAA has done minimal to step up and, and – you know, give guidance or make any sort of orders or, or they established make- a COVID hotline, Joey. That's what they did. A COVID, they got the COVID hotline. And also Mike, I don't know if you heard this. Um, they, they made the radical change this year that now teams are allowed to count two FCS wins towards bowl eligibility. The, the NCAA made that monumental change they went through all the hoops and they signed all the papers that had to be done to do that. And now if you have two FCS wins, you can still be bowl eligible. That's I, I feel bad criticizing them after that. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Yep. That's, that's it. They're done. They've contributed. Huge, huge. Um, so yeah, that'll, that'll go as the 11th commandment on Moses's tablet um, is for this year and this year only, oh, 
six wins can include two FCS teams, and then you'll be bowl eligible. It'll be great. Don't worry. Yeah, it, it'll all work out fine. Like, where have we ever gone wrong? Where have they ever steered us wrong, Joey? That's the real question. What a mess. What a mess indeed, Mike. So, I, I again, as you said, I, I don't really know exactly where all of this leaves us. It, we are speaking to these things as the best that we know of them. They will probably change between the time that we speak of them and the time that this episode is actually posted. So please don't judge us. But, um, you know, we're going to try to keep you guys updated again. We're going to keep doing team previews for as long as we know to do them. And it seems like it's a valuable exercise to do them. But, of of course, once again, we're going to keep, you know, keep tabs on the pulse of where we're at. Are we playing college football this fall or not? Um, This seems to change several times per day so stick with us and we'll try to keep you as informed and you know analyzed as we possibly can i couldn't be more mad i've been mad i feel like on social media now for basically almost an entire week it's been since saturday when there was first news kind of coming down that oh yeah the mac is canceling so now the pac-12 and the big 10 are seriously considering it i'm like why why the hell do we do this why are we doing this um and i've been mad ever since i've come to grips with it a little bit more like i'm just like all right whatever it is what it is but i'm still mad about it i mean i can't help but think of our podcast that we did in what late march early april of like Y'all think we're going to have college football this fall? And it was like, I think, yeah. Like, we can't afford not to. Too much money on the line. Like, it's several months away. We'll figure something out. It'll be fine. Yes, it'll happen. Blah, 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 blah. And here we are. And somehow, we're at a place where not only are we not going to have full college football this fall, there's kind of this prevailing opinion that we're just generally not going to have like any of it this fall. And that is just, it is such an unthinkable thing to me and it is so disappointing and I'm, I'm pissed about it. And I'm, I mean, there's so many things about it that irritate me. Um, but again, what I, what I think and what I want, not as important as kind of the level of analysis, maybe that you and I can bring at least. And, kind of explaining where we're at so yep that's i guess that's really the objective that we have in recording these update episodes every so often it's really just for us to rant i mean i feel better do you oh yeah much better i anytime i can yell into a microphone about something that pisses me off i do feel a lot better so mission accomplished mission accomplished that's right Well, with that, Mike, uh, that's all I got. Anything else before we uh, move on, resume previewing some teams? Yeah, get get back to vacation, Joey. You know, go and relax and you're at the beach and it'll be good. You know, I'm going to try, Mike. I'm going to try. There's yeah. something much more unsettling when you're sitting and you got your toes in the sand and a, and a cool beverage in your hand. And you're looking out at the ocean and the tide and, you know, watching your son learn to play in the sand and all these things. And then you think... Maybe we won't have football this fall. And the whole thing is just ruined. It's bad. Yep. And so. then you're pissed again. <laughs> then you're so calling, you're calling me up. And, yeah, I was going to say, you're, then, then you're calling me up and you're saying, Mike, it's time for me to yell into a microphone again. And I said, all right, let's do another emergency update. I'm going to work on surviving this nightmare that I'm in, Mike. Is, yep. 
you know, having to sit and watch the ocean and, and drink and do nothing all day while also knowing that there might not be football this fall that I can't, I can't imagine how I'm going to survive, but just, you know, pray for me, please. It's literally the Alonzo morning gif where he's sitting there and he's just like real mad about college football happening. And then you got a drink in your hand and you're watching your kid trying to make a sandcastle. You're like, yeah, you know, it's not too bad. It could be worse. Yep. It could be worse. Go ACC to that. Um, yep. <laughs> no doubt about right. it. That's all I got. Anything else? No, I think we're good. If this changes um, by the time this is released, we're sorry in advance. Dilly dilly. Yep. All right. Let's get out of here, Mike. Uh, well, until next time, you guys can find us on Twitter. I am at FTRS Joey. He is at Mike McDaniel SI, and together we're at BC Podcast ACC. Y'all can find us on uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, the Evercast app, wherever fine podcasts are sold for free. And most importantly, on the Anchor app. I appreciate those who have. Uh, Mike, they can send us their questions, comments, concerns to the longest email address known to man, basketball conference podcast at gmail.com. Nailed it. Music requests. Um, really just anything in general. Y'all send it all over. We, we've we been missing a couple of emails lately, so uh, hit, em, hit anything, us up. Anything you got, send it our way. Please, please, anything. Uh, Mike, you want to tell them where they can find us on the social medias? Facebook, facebook.com slash basketball conference rate review. Find all of our podcasts there, Joey. Please do. Please do. Appreciate those who have. Uh, Mike, I think that's all I got. Anything else? Back to the season previews. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. I was going to say, let's just resume previewing teams and assume that nothing is going to happen between now and the start of the season that gives us a reason to do otherwise. Because that's how the world works. It'll be just fine, right? Dilly, dilly to that. 2020. (laughs) <laughs> all right mike we'll talk again soon yep all right for that guy mr mike Dan- mike mcdaniel i am joey weaver thank you guys so much for listening we'll talk to you again soon and until then go acc go acc